19th, and you're listening to the Jersey Tuck Podcast. This week we're rocking a healthy five-man roster with myself, Alex, Tyrell, Fred, Josh, and Mitch. Thanks in advance for everyone uh, following us on Spotify, liking on Facebook, subbing on YouTube, watching that content. And uh, this week, guess what? Important occasion. We're live on Twitch once no. again. Yeah. I thought you were going to say we finally got our first tweet. <laughs> oh, no. no. We were all just like that's gonna be it. <laughs> that's gonna be a goal for uh, this week's uh, just one walk. day. Yeah, one this day week's playoffs. That's the goal. Or no, no, sorry, this uh, this year's playoffs. That's the goal. Uh, so content conveyor belt has been uh, working this uh, past week. Drops some new content. TJT and their NFTs. Amazing title for a video. Uh, it's the group break of our top shot packs from. Uh, I don't know about a month and a half back i would say it's a oh, for sure it's a good video to watch there's so there's some good pulls there's some funny pulls there's some classic tjt pulls uh it's really good stuff i like that video and uh we'll probably do another one sometime soon so uh definitely go check that out if you haven't done so already uh good thing about the healthy roster uh the five-man roster because guess what we have this week boys Playoffs? 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 <laughs> playoffs? Playoffs? We have the playoffs. We can't even win a game. We can't even win a game. <laughs> from, from the last pod, I absolutely had to get that drop ready for this week. Because we're going to be doing it, dropping it like... I thought you were actually looking for an answer from us. <laughs> no. Tires spinning, trying to figure out what you wanted us to say. Just wanted to make sure that no one was talking so I could drop the drop. Nice. <laughs> I was like counting how many of us were here. Yeah. <laughs> Playoffs? Um, so... Let's take what we'll do first is we'll take a quick rundown of the playoff picture. Um, there's not that much done in the NBA just yet, but uh, we'll read it out nonetheless. Uh, and then we'll discuss some of the games. Uh, we won't get to all the games, obviously. There's been a few played in the NHL so far, but we'll get to the big ones, the exciting ones, and probably the upcoming ones in the next day or so, or next week, obviously. Uh, so for the NBA, we just had the uh, Eastern Conference play in. Last night, which was Indiana versus Charlotte and Boston versus Washington. So, Indiana took that one. Charlotte is gone. Bye-bye. Gone fishing. That, that was... Ugh. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Boston, Washington. Um, Boston took that one. So, my picks? Both wrong. Good stuff, me. Mine uh, too. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Idiots. I'm wrong. And I'm cool <laughs> with that because, you know, I'm... I, no, I'm bummed about Charlotte being. I want to see more of uh same ball. Yeah. Yeah, ball. I think everyone did. Uh, TV people as well. Balls. See some more balls, but we get to see more boners. So that's fine. Yes. 
Um, so for the NHL right now, uh, correct me if I got this wrong, but I think this is right so far. Colorado leaves, uh, leads their series with the Blues 1-0. Vegas is yeah. tied with Minnesota. Um, Toronto, Montreal, Oilers, Jets have yet to play. We have the Penguins, Islanders tied 1-1. Caps, Boston tied 1-1. Uh, Canes, Preds 1-0 for Carolina. And Panthers and Lightning... Panthers, no, sorry, Tampa leads like, like, to you know. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, let's get to the playing stuff first. Let's discuss that a little okay. bit first, and um, then we'll get into the NHL maybe after a segment or two. So we're going to start with talking about the Indiana Pacers versus the Charlotte Hornets, the first game of the night. So this is the ninth versus the eighth seed. This is the winner going home situation. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I know. Pretty much everyone watched a little bit of this. Uh, let's get some. Who wants to start us off? Who with some initial uh, takes, opinions on the view viewing experience? It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was rough. I just became a little metal ball fan this year. I was I was yeah. off the bandwagon, and then I, I jumped on, and I was like, ah, can't wait to see that, and then yeah. just get blown into the water. But like, what was the final spread like? Womp womp. Forty-two. Oh, the the as in like the the spread, the point differential. It was it yeah. was big. Um, it was the most they had all season. Which one seventeen for Charlotte, one forty four for the Pacers. My God, you let someone score one hundred and forty four points in rank, like like a playoff in, in such, game in it's such an important a game. game in a playoff yeah. game. But it's like that's in regulation. There was no yeah. overtime. No, yeah, yeah. My, my question because I, I I only caught the highlights. I didn't watch the actual game. Did did Charlotte drop the ball or did Indiana play? Oh, I see what you did there. Mad impressive. Uh, both, honestly. <laughs> yeah, a bit of both. I would say for me, the one thing that really stood out, um, I really thought that Charlotte looked incredibly inexperienced. That team is young as hell. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone on the roster had playoff experience. Uh, no. Terry Rozier. Terry uh, Rozier and. Um... Oh yeah, no, that's about it. Because Gordon's out, so yeah, and jeez, um, yeah, they look so inexperienced uh, and yeah, just not ready for the moment years. whatsoever. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, it could be summed up to that. Playoff <laughs> experience is like that's a big contributing factor. You can Absolutely. say playoff experience all you want, but they, there was no defense. Like if you watched, oh. it, they didn't look energized. There was no energy in that club. Yeah, at all. And <laughs> with that. With that being said, like we got to remember, Indiana was missing Miles Turner, yeah, and and uh, Karis LeVert, yep, who is now are... 25 points a game. So like, who does Indiana really have? That... <laughs> who, who scored? Who scored 144 <laughs> points? <laughs> yeah, and they shut down Sabonis. Yes, yes, Sabonis did not score. Uh, what? Which yeah. which was really funny. I was going to talk about <laughs> who that. Who did that? <laughs> the whole no, thing no was Sabonis t- trying to drive and the refs were out to get him or he thought the refs were out to get him. It's yeah. like, no call again. No call again. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. they. Uh, that's about all Charlotte did. They contained him somewhat for a little bit of the game. And I guess that was their only game plan. It's like, hey, there's an all-star. Jump on him. That's all they got. 14 points. Ignore yeah. everyone else. So, Devontae <laughs> Sabonis... Oh had f- had 14 points played how many minutes Tyrell if you got it there uh 33 33 minutes 
That's a lot of minutes. Uh, wait, he sat the fourth, but in a game where they had 144, you're one of your best players, if not your best player. That's his stat line. So, whew. Eight, eight players scored double digits for Indiana, and wow. I recognized half their names. Honestly. <laughs> it was the was it the bench? Yeah, uh, there oh, was for three, sure. three three entire starting lineup was in double digits, and three players off the bench. Yes, bye. Crazy. So that's 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 it, I guess. I guess you I could say it. the Hornets were swatted. Leave this, leave this pod right now. Get out! <laughs> out! Um, out! <laughs> one thing Please. I did notice, like I did notice that Lamelo's effort, it was somewhat there. I'll give him credit. He he didn't do anything special, but I saw him trying. I'm going to give him that as a rookie, um, technically in the playoffs. And he was getting passes. He was finding guys under the hoop with nice passes. Uh, He was making effort plays uh, right off the inbounds from Indiana. And, uh, yeah, it's just a little bit scrappy. So I like to see Uh that. They got bounced. They got, like, dominated. But I like to see that. So he doesn't get an F. He gets a C- minus for effort. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to clear it up. It's good experience for those guys, either way. This says the team as a whole. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. Goga Bataze. There's a name. Had a great game. <laughs> yeah. yeah 20, was he the guy that scored 22? I have no idea who that is. You just made that name up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's not a real player. <laughs> Mr. Goga. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, Brog- Malcolm Brogdon and Demonis Sabonis basically sat the whole fourth. So, uh, Hmm. Yeah, right off the bat, when you see them on the bench and it's coming out of the fourth, it's like, ah, jeez, this is not <laughs> it, good. Especially for the winner he... go home game, right? This isn't the seventh eighth one. Uh, yeah. That's the winner go home one. Yeah. So, I gotta say, I was excited for it. Uh, I enjoyed the experience. The game was not competitive, and I can't say the game was all that fun. But I loved playing. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. As of right mm-hmm. now, we are at. As I said at the top of the podcast, we were at May 19th, so uh, we got the West play in this evening. Uh, not sure how long I'll stay up. I really, really want to see Curry and LeBron, but we'll probably get to that a little bit later in the show. Tonight. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to uh, the Wizards-Celtics. Did you guys catch any of this game or any of the highlights of this? I caught the, I caught the first half. Good stuff. Any... Uh, any initial thoughts on this one? Um, in the first half, they they really shut not shut Westbrook down. He, he just could not hit a broadside of the barn. But it was it was a much more competitive for sure. It just I feel like injuries this plague this Eastern Conference play in. Like I, lo- I would love to see Jalen Brown, You're you right. know, and, uh, fully healthy Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that the Celtics made the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four seasons? I, I did not know that, actually. but it, oh, Nothing to crazy. show for it, right? That's you don't just, even think about it. That's wild to me. Like, mm. it just goes so under the radar. Because I remember, I guess one of those years, Kyrie was on the squad but didn't play. And everyone thought yeah. they wouldn't go anywhere. But that's when Tatum and Brown really became a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's, easy to forget about. It's like all those years that the Raptors like were in the playoffs before they won the championship. Mm-hmm. Like especially like well we we notice it more because like being in Canada 
like it yeah. was something that was out there but like in the states like they never got any respect being a team that was like you know they were always in the playoffs going second round you know yeah like getting pretty far like they were always just kind of there so and i don't know it just kind of reminds me you don't even think about it yeah for sure and as of this season the rockets and the raptors were the ones that held the longest uh, consistent playoff streak uh, bye bye streak oh no <laughs> i know um i gotta say kemba walker uh he looked very happy i don't know if you noticed that tyrell watching it he was he was cool he was like really into it uh it was mm. good to see him actually having a bit of success because he's had some injuries he was on charlotte for the longest time uh definitely underappreciated on the celtics where you have brown and tatum um but he had himself a nice little game too so it was good to see that um he had a he couple was on that he was on that terrible charlotte team that only won like nine games the bobcats one the bobcats yeah 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 so this is probably all a bit new for <laughs> yeah no wonder he had a massive sm- it's it's so funny because every time they cut to him uh usually you just see the playoff intensity non-stop especially with something like that but yeah all smiles the whole time he was just mm-hmm. happy to be there it's good stuff he had a couple of uh, lead changes but uh ultimately boston outskilled them and tatum holy crap what a game for jason tatum um what a player man 50 points that's it. Did he drop That's 50? It. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They're gonna get bounced so hard by uh, the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if, if Jason Tatum gotta drop 50 to beat the Wizards. Yeah, really uh, though. He no is a, he is a large part of what they or why they were there. That was an ugly game overall, except for because mm. I mean when you when. Yeah, when a guy needs 50 to basically like uh, seal the deal for you. And also Bradley Beal had, uh, you could tell he, the hamstring was bothering him a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah he was on the bike a lot. And... Who, yeah. who is it they're missing again? Who's that, the Celtics? Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown. Brown. Yes, right. I always I keep forgetting his name. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Great player. Had a great start to season two. MCL or ACL injuries? It was, it's, I know it was season ending, right? He had a wrist surgery, I thought. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, okay, it was thought... something that was bothering him, and he had a set amount of games in his head, and then he was like, I'm going to call it a day after that. So it was something that he's been playing through. But, oh, okay. yeah, he was like, I can't play with playoffs with that. Um, uh, also, Tato went 17, from, 17 for 17 from the line. Perfect. <laughs> Immaculate. And Davis Bertans went 0 for 7 oh, from three-point land. Ugh. Yeah. When are you gonna cut it? I don't know about that go. Wizards team, man. They're they're ugly. Ugly. It's, yeah. yeah. The Westbrook and Beal pairings is It's so weird. weird. You know, you don't think of a, a flowing team or a nice flowing grooving team when you think of the Wizards. Absolutely not. But I will give them this. They started the team off trash, like bottom of the barrel, terrible team, and they fought their way back. Like it's mostly it's mostly Westbrook because Beal just started. Beal was leading the league in scoring for the longest time, but then Westbrook picked it up, and obviously Beal's scoring decreased because you know Westbrook's getting other guys involved. But good on them for making it that far because they were shit at the beginning of the season. They still have a chance against Indiana. Uh, what's your picks for that? Throw some picks out there. I'm gonna say Indiana, honestly. Ooh, spicy. Someone's yeah, taking like one of those spots. I like it. I like it. I'm going with Pacers, too. Why not? Yeah. Nice. Spicy. I just, I just feel like Westbrook's a great play, player, but I just 
feel like he's such a liability most of the time. Like whenever I watch him, it's never a fluid game. It's always no. just him jacking. It's him. effort is what it is. It's all so, yeah. effort. Yeah, you can't knock him for that. But yeah. just, like, his style is so grating, honestly. Yeah. It's it it's so humor me because I'm not as uh, versed in it as you guys might be, like because you guys watch a lot more than I do. But like I just always got the impression that that's just kind of his game though. Like Westbrook is has he ever really like meshed really well with other players? No. Uh, it's always around him, right? He's a good he's a good piece to have on your team. Um but he's always had that kind of style that's like he's never silky smooth. No. Like you can't guarantee a, an excellent uh, clinic from him uh, on a night to night basis. Like never anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. You Not can always, consistent. you could always guarantee effort, which is, I mean, mm-hmm. probably a cliche whenever you say that about guys like him and Jimmy Butler, but it's true. You want, I mean, it's easy to see. You see any Westbrook highlight. You're like, dude is literally trying his ass off in this like second regular season game. Like, yeah, that's what I love um, about Westbrook, man. I like love that. it. Mm-hmm. To go on that, the um, I quote from I think Patrick Beverly, I think sums up Westbrook's game really well. Always it's, welcome they were, to this pod. <laughs> they were chirping each other, and I think Westbrook told Beverly or Beverly told Westbrook that he locked his ass down, and then Westbrook was like, "I have forty-five points," and then Beverly was like, "He took thirty-five shots." <laughs> and that's just Westbrook's you know yeah. it'll give you a triple double but it'll take like he won't yeah. have any problem taking 40 shots yeah. if you yeah. let him and he'll be confident with every single one of them yeah yeah um and I saw recently uh Beverly actually put Westbrook on um, his like hardest to guard kind of list and those guys hate each other those guys do not mm. like each other because I'm pretty sure he was the reason for Westbrook's knee injury uh, a couple years back he sidelined them for a little bit because they banged into each other's knees. Um, so I guess that wraps up that much of the completed portion of the play-in. I'm going to take... You know what? I'm going to take... This is probably a terrible pick, but I'll take the Wizards. Um, I'm expecting <laughs> like I'm expecting Beal's hamstring to still not be good. Uh, but I'm going to expect one of those fluctuations in Westbrook's game to uh, seal the deal. And maybe Bertans goes more than 0 for 7. So, I'll take the Wizards, and I'm not confident in that whatsoever. Um, Alright, let's get to the first segment of the show. That stat is steamy. The steamy stat. The steamy stat this week. We have two... Uh, that I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, so the Kings finished this season 31 and 41 and missed the playoffs for a 15th straight time. Oof. The longest current postseason drought in the NBA, which also matches the longest streak in league history. The really? 77 to 91 Los Angeles Clippers. 15 years. Woo! That's not good. <laughs> That's really no. bad. And is there light? Like, I don't know them. Like, is there light at the end of that tunnel right now? Who do uh, they have? They have Fox. That's pretty much it. They got Fox. <laughs> they got De'Aaron no Fox. Name, they got this guy named Fox. De'Aaron Fox tra- is... Uh, trade Brogdon, didn't they? Or- yeah, Brogdon's on Pacers now, which is easy to forget about. Not Brogdon, uh, sorry. Brogdon was a buck, yeah. The uh, Bogdanovich? Yep, he's gone. Yeah, they, they traded him. So, so, so what are the... what? Are, 
what's the likelihood that next year they are going to break that record and uh, not make the playoffs? <laughs> so no, they're the West, obviously, right? Uh, I would say one hundred percent. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be the worst team of all time. I will say, yeah, I will say the biggest <laughs> playoff drought is going to go with the Kings. I don't see them yeah, going anywhere. Uh-uh. And they they kept Luke Walton. They announced that today. They're they're keep their coach. Which really? you know what? Obviously, the blame goes to the coach a little bit too quick sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, in a situation like that, eh, might want to switch something up. You know, uh, but, just uh, selling to Seattle. Honestly, there you Bring go, man. The just, see, Bring the thing back. is, it's one of those teams with a little bit of history. So if you do anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to flip. A little bit of history. That'd be a good jersey for uh, nastier nights. A little bit of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, a little bit of history. 15 years for playoff drought. (laughs) I was going to say, miss the playoff that many times consecutively. How much history do you have? Oh, and they also, in that, this is an interesting little tidbit add on to that stat. They had one All Star in that period. Who could name it? It's it's pretty easy. Marcus. It's yeah, Demarcus Cousins. Marcus Cousins. Wait, one All Star in fifteen years? I think so. I think that's true. That's rough, man. That's that's rough. Really bad. Don't Anyways, be a fan. <laughs> just go to one of the other LA teams. Seriously, I'm really yeah. in hell. Like you have so many <laughs> options around you. Yeah. Just why are you? Why be a Kings fan? Seriously, and I don't think anyone would blame you at that point. It's kind of like being a Texans fan right now. Anyways, perhaps, next. Perhaps. Uh, Oh. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say perhaps all Kings fans are those kinds of fans that have like a very close second place team. Right. You know what right. I mean? One one that they're always ready to be like, okay, this is my second favorite team. And they get in the playoffs. <laughs> so like they're like, oh, the Kings are officially out again. All right, they go take, home they, state. They take, <laughs> like, the, they take their jersey off. It's just a Lakers jersey off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like it's like, have a Kings tattoo, but a Lakers jersey. Yeah. It's probably yeah. something like that. So the next stat is. Uh, so Kyrie Irving entered a very prestigious club. It's one of those, like, um, stat line clubs, kind of like the triple-double. But uh, t- in the 2011 number one overall pick, Kyrie Irving, became the ninth player in NBA history to join the famed 50-40-90 club. So those are percentages. Uh, 50 from the field, 40 from three, 90 from the line. Uh so only nine players to ever do that. Uh, Irving shot 50.6% for the field, 40.2 from deep, 90.2 from the charity stripe, over 54 appearances this year per the score. Ooh. So, All right. hey. I'm curious on who they are. Hmm. I I don't have that. I know that Larry Bird did it Oh, of twice, course. I no, think. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Yeah, yeah. Nash yeah. has to be there. I'm sure Jordan's there too. And Kevin Durant, I think, actually as well, because I remember mm. hearing it's like, man, that's that's three of them on that current Brooklyn Nets team, technically, because Steve Nash is the coach. Um, but yeah, that's the steamy stat of the week. Love it. Can I? Can I? Can I sneak a quick one in? Wow. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. No, I just want to throw it out there because they officially announced it. Like I think maybe like thirty minutes ago. Not that we didn't already know. But Austin Matthews winning the Rocket Richard, not the fact that he won it, the fact that I had never really realized this, but with his 41 goals this year, he was the first one to win the Rocket Richard for Toronto, who's been around for over 100 years. The last player to ever lead, he's the first player in Toronto to ever win the Rocket Richard. Wow. Yeah, well, since the trophy existed. The last player, though, to, to, to actually lead the league in scoring 
was a player named Gay Stewart <laughs> in 1945. That was poor the last Leafs. Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah. Yeah. The poor oh, Leafs. Yeah. Eh, good old Gay. Good old Gay. <laughs> so, um, and the, the Rocket Richard Trophy is leading scoring trophy, correct? Leading goal, leading goal scoring, yeah. Good stuff. Clutch, steamy stat there. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so let's take the pod over to the NHL side of things for a bit. The NHL is uh, quite a bit uh, more underway than the NBA. Uh, is there any particular series uh, or game you guys wanted to talk about on this week's oh, pod? I want to talk about so, so many of them. We'll dive in deep on two or three, and then we'll uh, take some big headlines from others. So is there any you want to bring up? I mean, I got a couple things to say about that uh, Avs-Blues game uh, one. Yeah. But, I, uh, want talk, I want to talk about the Florida series, because that first yes. game was insane. But I, the, uh, it's still irking me, and like it's, I'm, I'm so undecided down the middle on how what Tampa did. Because mm-hmm. it's so smart, but it's so fucking like underhanded regards so, to manipulating the salary cap it, and it, the way they did is it's it's brutal. So for yeah, those who um, didn't listen last week, do you want to just quickly go over it again? So just a brief essentially, summary. Essentially, Nikita Kucherov, who is arguably one of the one of the better best players in the league, he's you know been one of the the one up, up top of the leaderboards for scoring in the last few years. Was uh, had hip surgery in the off season and had hasn't played a single game all regular game regular season game all like this year and he's been on and he has a hefty contract so because he was on uh, long term or on the IR his uh, he doesn't affect the cap so right. Tampa Bay were managed to spend to the cap without his cap affecting it. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the playoffs hit, which we knew was coming because he's been skating and practicing for a while, as soon as first game one hits, same with Stamkos, who was out yeah. for like two weeks or a month before the playoffs, Stamkos uh, they're, they're actually ready and healthy and ready to play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they got they got players now in a roster that technically they would never be able to form yeah. because if these guys... They're like $92 million now or something. Or yeah, they're, they're, 100. Like, they're 100. Like, 100. Yeah. In, yeah. in layman's terms, they they jump the gun, they grease their way over the salary cap. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But not even, not even by a little bit. Like, they're mm. over the cap by like 20% of the cap, almost. Are you hearing <laughs> a lot about that? Like, are you hearing a lot of people be like, this is bullshit? Or are you just being sure. like, we've seen it before kind of thing? You know what's we, funny about it? I think they... Extent. We've yeah. seen it to this extent. It's never because right. it's it's never been that big of a contract. I mean, mm. I, mean um, I think this shows too how well and like how well like rostered the team is is that they did not rush or push Kucherov back at all this year because they knew they could still get in. They didn't care where they got in; just knew they had to get in. And as soon as they got in, they at they friggin' powered off. Right. It was like it was like it was always part of the plan. Yeah, yeah, it was always, now, it was always but they knew they were huh. doing this from the get-go. Other right? teams were doing it too, um, but the thing is, is that no team did it to the extent right. that they did. They even added like a, a top four defenseman at the deadline. Yeah, mm. like they picked up David Savard, who's a, a really solid defenseman, just to add him in, right? But because they had Stamkos, <laughs> because they had Stamkos and Kucherov out, right at the time, he didn't count against the cap. They could put him on the books, and then all of a sudden the playoffs start. Right. Yeah, now, Toronto. Toronto's done a similar thing, but 
it's a little bit different because they traded for someone who was injured. All right. Yeah. So just to get that LTIR. Well, they did it, but then the player is now coming back for the start of the playoffs. Mm. Like they picked up Riley Nash, who's going to play in game one. Playoffs? Then playoffs. <laughs> but like it, it's funny how this little cap manipulation thing has been going on. But no one has been the, the perfect word for it is brazen. Like no one has been brazen enough <laughs> to like put your top superstar on it for the whole season. Not even your top superstar, your top two superstars on it. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And then just be like, okay, let's add better players and then just bring them back in the playoffs. And it wouldn't be so bad, but Kucherov's been pretty much been skating for like the last month. Yeah, he could, he was able to come back before. And, and what's even funnier, the guy hasn't played all year. He comes back first game, scores two goals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's uh, get to the game. The game yeah. went five to four for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and, that's a... and the fir- what was game one? Yeah, that no, was game the, one. That was game yeah. one. That yeah. was game one. What was game? I think it was three one, wasn't it? Or something. Game one. Game game, game two, two was three one for the Lightning. Right. Yeah. This, uh, for a series that started off like a fucking, like, firecracker, it was, like, it was the epitome of what the NHL probably wanted. They looked at that, like, that game. Game one was, like, the NHL just wishes they could just bottle it. Yeah. And then just have every game like that. Mm. It was amazing. It was electric, Was that the first game on the schedule of the whole playoffs? No. It was the The Washington game. The first minute. That was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. The only problem is, like, I... Kind of not surprised because game two wasn't near as electric as no they're they're running around way too much especially florida yeah panthers and it, it was just it was chaotic hockey and it was undisciplined hockey there was penalties they, left right and center they were missing sam bennett too when he got suspended yeah. they really missed him i uh well a bunch of players like took some cheap shots oh, even in yeah. game one like mcdonough like a lot of players could have been suspended I not just bennett i wasn't sure they were going to suspend bennett for that hit because of how I think Actually. it was Blake Coleman he hit because Blake Coleman looked okay afterwards, but man, mm. that was a vicious hit. Like Actually, I remember watching that inside the corner. I, I thought Blake Coleman was down because he came out of nowhere and yeah. friggin' hammered him from behind. Mitch, Mitch, actually, I hear that from Bennett's hit that Nazem Kadri is actually gonna miss game two. You fucking say that first. joke. Actually, you know what? It don't fucking matter because Kadri's been sucking for the last month. Has he really? Yes, he's not been good, man. He's right now. If Colorado lose him, a lot lost him. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt the team. He's probably like I don't. I'm really be. I'd be really curious to see how he uh, affects that series now in the playoffs. He's he's not playing well right now at all. Is so it looked like, or I'm seeing here from the box score, uh, the Lightning got off to a quick start with uh, two goals right away in the first period. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they kind of traded goals for the remaining two, um, and just a nail biter of a game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the first one was all yeah. over the place. So, uh, I mean, uh, in, in the first game, uh, the Lightning were the only ones to score in the second period, but uh, goals all over the place in the first game. Like you yeah. said, yeah. really so, exciting stuff. Kind of like uh, your ideal situation for uh, TV guys. A lot of it's yeah, nerves it's, too, right? A lot of it's yeah. like you know, you're trying to get everyone's full of energy, you're amped up, and you know. You're going to make mistakes. It's, uh, it's going to be high-scoring game. Yeah. Exactly. It's unfortunate because, like, a game that starts like that, that's so entertaining, in a, or a series, I should say, that's so entertaining and awesome to start. Yeah. There's a good chance that that could end in a sweep. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, all it takes is one bounce to go the other way. Yeah. If, if Florida was to win game one and they were still in game two the whole way through, like, this could be a whole different series. But now they're going back to Tampa. Mm. They've lost the first two games. Mm. Yeah. Like, they could be swept. 
So the best I mean, it is, game to start the, the It is the Florida Panthers who, I, you know what? I didn't realize this either, and I guess you could use this as a steamy staff, but they haven't won a playoff series since 1996. When they, they went to the finals. When they went to the final yeah. and got swept by Colorado. Man. I never wow. knew that. Let's yeah, um crazy. let's talk about something for a second. It's not necessarily something that already happened. Let's let's give uh, a portion of the show to probably it's gonna be a big TV game. The uh, let's talk about Habs Leafs a little bit more before it actually happened because it's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, we have two very uh, very big fanboys on the pod of both clubs. And uh, is there anything you guys want to you know maybe predict, maybe hope for? Uh, who's who's a, an X factor on each of the squads? Start with Fred. Who's an X factor on the on the Habs? Okay, so I already gave my predictions. You can check it out on Twitter or whatever. Like I think, I unfortunately <laughs> Twitter or whatever. Twitter. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give it an RT on the on the Jersey Tuck Twitter account for sure. And it's unfortunate. I think the Leafs are gonna win. But the X factor could be the, the Habs are rested. I think that is the X factor because yeah. when Montreal That's started off this season, they they were hot men. Like everyone's like, oh, they're they're with Toronto the whole way through. Then they got COVID, right. of course, and then right. they were started off really really well again after they came back. But then so many games. I don't want to use it as an excuse for the guys, no. but it's they played the most games. In that short amount of no, time, the that any other team, yeah, it was so condensed. Like they were playing sport, every other night. <laughs> with a sport like hockey, too, like people don't realize, man, hockey's no. like it's physical as hell. And if you're if you're yeah. condensing your games into a tighter space, that's not good for your players, especially if they just had COVID and the whole exactly. team was sidelined, yeah. right? So it's a big deal. I think people and, are forget about that a little easy. And, and to add to that, too, like. It's and you add injuries to it, so and then a coach being fired, and then so right. like these whole all these happening was like you had your 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 four main lines, your main D, but then people were going out and you're just constantly juggling. I don't think Montreal had a set line because they change it every night. Like mm-hmm. that's the way it's it's been. Right. Um, but I think that will be the X factor now that unfortunately they're not playing some players you know whatever well that's another yeah uh, we can get, we can get into <laughs> that's that another too. thing but um i think uh the first game is they went with all the veterans and let's just see how they look in game one that's cool. what i think good stuff x factor for uh the toronto oh wait go Ooh. ahead Mitch, you go ahead no i was just gonna say too i saw a clip from practice today and uh price got scored on and they continued to turn oh yeah oh i saw that he was so mad uh, speaking of which i need to I get the alan iverson practice sound drop we had that on a previous show josh we need to get that in here talking about practice practice, practice? not the game oh, yeah. that's a game i love <laughs> not a game talk about practice <laughs> <laughs> so for that series toronto are overwhelming favorites yes um which it's makes disgusting. you nervous it's like this is the best team that i've ever seen toronto ice um they're excellent they're well-rounded they can do everything um the thing is is my x factor is going to be the fact that it's the toronto maple leafs <laughs> seriously <laughs> that's it both that's of these are faith in your team both of these are so literally crypt- it. it's i like it with both of them yeah. are so cryptic it's like yeah. rest and they're my team <laughs> so, yeah that's it that's it like I'll, uh, I'll put it into perspective. Like Dom LeCision from The Athletic, right? He does, he quantifies everything in Shut hockey, up. right? 
Yeah, I'm gonna hey, throw athletic. Uh, sign us up. Yeah, he he quantifies everything um, in such a crazy way, but it's it's really funny. Like uh, he's he's got Toronto. It's it's probably ranked like 16th. He's got Toronto beating like Montreal. Like it's the biggest gap in probabilities. Uh, in the last like 20, or... 20 oh. years yeah yeah actually on that list also is colorado blues just to say colorado are supposed to be overwhelming favorites to beat the blues mm-hmm. but um it's funny but on that list there's like four times that the the underdog won i think it was three of those times it was montreal there you go just to say just to throw it out there Man. i can't remember which year it was against boston montreal was the underdog um, and then also against Pittsburgh, underdog. I got to say, one thing I can gather from all this is they really don't need to sell that series any more than, like, no, no, no it, like, they don't need to do any marketing. It sells itself. Everyone's going to watch it. It's going to do incredible on TV. It's going to be it's awesome. Going to, and you just really wish the fans were around. You really do. Yeah. yeah it's happening. That's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. So, if, if it makes the games, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But um, We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, go ahead, Mitch. I was just saying, Josh. Josh, it's funny. Josh shares the same sentiment as other Leafs fans I've been talking to, where it's like they're just like obviously overwhelming favorites, but it's just they've been hurt so many times by this <laughs> by this franchise dead. that they just they're just so they're so like wary wary yeah. and just can't just like it's just like everything is just so half hearted. It's like I I can't, I can't trust you. You have to earn my trust. <laughs> What's I really, really like funny. you, but I can't yeah. trust you. <laughs> what's What's really funny about it is I wouldn't feel this way if they didn't have the tendency to just let like yeah. a crazy third period like just breakdown happen, right? <laughs> Talk about that Boston one. Well, not even just every, one. Every, it, it happens every year. year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like against uh, like even last year, you had the the whole fucking Carolina e bug situation. Yeah, like they played their own practice goalie like yes. toronto's own practice goalie played for carolina and they still lost the game <laughs> yeah and <laughs> on yeah. an emergency basis so i mean just super quickly for those who don't know he was the zamboni driver for the carolina arena. no for the toronto maple for the toronto yeah. Arena. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it was the Marleys, isn't it? It's not even the Marleys. <laughs> the Marley Zamboni yeah. driver. So that's that's the point where you can completely understand uh, our Josh's perspective. There's just yeah. this crazy irony. Even last year in the playing round, they lost to Columbus in a game five, where this team that could had like throughout the whole season had no problem scoring goals, couldn't score. Right. In game five. Mm. Like, Is the- is there any other series that you guys want to talk about? Uh, maybe maybe one more of one that's happened that uh, is presenting some interesting storylines. I I want to talk about Washington, Boston, but I do just want to touch on one other one really quickly. Sure, go for and it. it's more so more so just to summarize the whole season. So Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. Um, I'd still take Pittsburgh to win the series, like their favorites, but I kind of more want to talk about the fact that Pittsburgh just does not go away. Mm. Like even now, like all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like they're at a point in their careers, the guys are older, like they're a bit like, you know, on the decline. Right. Are they? But like, no matter what, it's Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and then like a roster of Mark Donk, Buzz Flibbits. Like they're just thrown in. Just these guys. Hey, can and you, they're all good. For someone who doesn't watch like as much hockey as you nearly, yeah. 
Did you say buzz flibbits? Yeah, I'm just like, cre- I, that's not even me. Like that, that's, that's just like a, a sentiment on Twitter. Yeah. Like they, a lot of people make fun guy. of it. They're like, it's just yeah, they're guy. like just guy. Like right. it's just like no name guy gets thrown in. He's all of a sudden a 30 goal okay. scorer. I was going to say. Teddy better- Bluger. Yeah, Teddy say, Bluger. Teddy Bluger. That's better than Ron Tugnut. Not quite. Yeah, Ron Tugnut. No, no. Good old Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it blows my mind. Like no matter what, Pittsburgh just always comes back. Like Cody Cece sucked for. Ever. He's good. And, he's good. He goes to Pittsburgh and he's good. Strange. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And so, Crosby's being Crosby. Like yeah. there was a clear open net, and Crosby just dives in and becomes even, goalie. Yeah, he's even playing he's an elite goalie. goaltender now. Yeah. We always <laughs> draw similarities between these two sports that we follow the most closely. Would you compare Sidney Crosby a little bit to LeBron James? In that regard, so. you think yeah. yep, both can be whiny, sooky babies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. That's the first point I was going to go to. Uh... <laughs> Crosby's not bad anymore. He was in his younger years. He's not like yeah. that anymore. LeBron, yeah. LeBron still does it too much. LeBron got worse. What he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He, got, got he got a lot worse in his old age. Yeah, honestly. you're right. LeBron yeah. got worse. Crosby got better. LeBron got worse. They, yeah. There was a point they were the same, but one was on the decline, one was on the incline. <laughs> The most badass thing where I, I'm just like, I love Sidney Crosby was the whole uh, Mathos when he got his finger cut off in the game. Oh, yeah. That's and he was awesome. like, man, you cut his finger off. He's like, yeah, I get hacks in the hands every day. Yeah, it's it happens. True. And he was just like, I'm a superstar. I get killed. And you guys don't say shit. And I'm just like, yeah, man. Man, so, man, has, he didn't yeah. have his finger blown off. <laughs> God's finger was like I know, blown off. But just his his reaction to that yeah. was like, yeah. It is what, it, and his face was just like that. Happens to me every day. Oh, Mitch, it wasn't, it <laughs> was wasn't like, blown up. It was literally hanging. Like yeah, I know, I know. It's he like took his glove off, it. and his finger was hanging off. Hanging off, yeah. Oh, so gross. You say Crosby's oh. finger was? I must have. No, that was Crosby. Mark with Crosby. Mark with Crosby. Crosby slashed him. Oh, okay, right, right, right. And, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, why'd you do that, Crosby?" He's like, "Man, I think that every day, kind of thing." Right. Like, it was. My fingers cut off every day. Probably different. I'm basically Frankenstein. Yeah, I lose a finger every practice. <laughs> every practice. <laughs> yeah, right. You should that see guy the didn't ice. Take it's littered with fingers. Yeah. yeah. Every Pittsburgh game. Um, <laughs> These are fingers of orphan children. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, man, love it. Uh, let's get into the new segment. Boy so, for those who weren't here last week, um, body count is essentially, yeah, for, and yeah, to, to Tyrell as well as the listeners who didn't tune in, uh, body count is essentially the big physical play of the week. Um, we obviously have a couple of different plays from every sport, except every uh, one of the big four, um, except for maybe baseball. Uh, actually, Kevin Pillar. The pitcher who got yeah that might nominate this get nominated this week poor Kevin man anyways we'll get to that maybe a bit later on the pick and roll but uh, for uh, this week's body count we're gonna roll it over to Fred do you want to you want to give a little summary of what it is before we take a listen of course so okay for me I was sitting down getting ready to watch uh, this game or the, with the Caps and I was like okay I want to see what the tone is gonna be literally the first minute 30 into this game and you just see Ovi coming like a truck coming yeah. towards David Krejci and he just steamrolled him yeah. 
it was it was and then you just hear the crowd and then that's what i want i'm just hearing everybody and i was like playoff hockey baby i knew it, it was going to be a good series yeah. like think about it first minute 30 of the game fantastic fantastic rocks them <laughs> rocks them and i like how you described him I, I was i mentioned it in the in the chat it's just he's a truck he's a truck he is a truck man. Everyone on body count will be a truck of a man at some point. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Let's take a little listen. So this is uh, Washington against the uh, uh, the Bruins. So here we go. Carlo back for Boston. Dylan waits for Beckstrom in front. Couldn't connect with a pass. And Alexander Ovechkin comes in with a big hit, making his presence felt in the early going. So you can't quite hear the hit on the broadcast, yeah. but uh, there you go. It's huge. Uh, it's definitely oh, worth yeah. looking up. And, it went full uh, horizontal. It was perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he gets himself the uh, body count honors of the week. Congrats. I love hockey broadcasters, too. Like, this sat, like that's what Charlotte broadcasters remind me of so much. Yeah, it just makes the game point. so much more interesting. Than, that's a good like, point. Uh, oh. Most of the time, NBA broadcasters just talk about random analytics and like it's cool but like not no none of them really get hyped some of them get like yeah. absolutely steamrolled in a dunk and that's cool there was What's one really- there was one highlight this year uh <laughs> it was too funny because uh people always get on Ru- uh rudy gobert for a multitude of reasons but uh <laughs> he had this massive dunk and uh the broadcasters must have been looking down at their sheets or something, but they didn't even acknowledge it. <laughs> like he dunked on a dude posterized, so I'm pretty sure he hit the deck, and then they just they didn't even mention it on the broadcast. It looked it was hilarious. Uh, so I don't know if it's a like for broadcasters in the NBA. I'm assuming they broadcast more towards like the television, like the TV aspect of it. Because, like, in, in hockey, there's a history of it always being radio-related. Radio yeah, so, like, that's the reason why there's a lot of hype built, right. like, with, the, like, the commentators. Yeah. And, uh, like, even the other night, like, I was watching the Pittsburgh game. Oh, no, it wasn't the Pittsburgh. It was the Florida-Tampa game. And, like, I was just amped. Like, I was listening to it. I was driving and listening to it. And I was amped listening to it. Because I'm like, man, like, nice. I could feel, like, the energy from it. Them trying to tie it up in the last two minutes of the game. And, and then, like, just a sheer disappointment when they let in the empty net goal. And that's an art, too. Uh, yeah. The differentiation yeah, between uh, between TV and um, and uh, and radio. But you're right, Tyrell. Eric Collins, he... And I've heard it from a lot of people around the league, too. It's not something that's gone unnoticed. Uh, you're hearing people get really hyped about him. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy in Charlotte. Like, you, it, if someone gets a dunk on that squad, just take a listen to the highlight pack. I, yeah. I got one here now queued up. Let me just see if it uh, if it'll get right into it. Let me see if we can get to hear Eric Collins. Uh, here we go. There we go. Bridges! Oh my God! Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was me. I love it. You have seen or something? Gordon Hayward, one man to beat. <laughs> I love it. That's I awesome. love that. Yeah, that's the energy yeah. I want every yeah. game, no matter yeah. what. That's so that's rare. It's be. Um, diddly day. I need that as like, a drop. It sounds like JR oh. on WWE. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. That like, man has a family. from the top of the cage. <laughs> sound like Randy Orton, just like the RKO. Yeah. 
I, I completely agree. He's friggin' awesome. Um, I kind of lost track of where we were with the the playoff talk. <laughs> to be completely honest, I know we were getting into we one, were last, body count. one last we were body in- count. Oh, that's right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I guess we'll get right into the pick and roll. What do you think? I think so. Pick, Let's pick do it. Pick your nose. Why not? I'll pick my nose. Do it. Ooh. Hey! I like the pick and roll. I like the giving go. Answer the question. Freak out, yo! We're at the pick and roll part of the podcast where we have the uh, less yes. important air quotes. Uh, pick your hole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we're getting uh, kicked off Spotify next week. <laughs> hey, nah. man, Joe Rogan's on Spotify. And if we if he good, good. there, everyone Great point. be there. Uh, where we took, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about the, uh, secondary or one-off mentions of the podcast, air quotes. Um, so let's get into it a little bit. Uh, legend Marv Albert announces retirement following the Eastern Conference finals of this year. Um, eh, that? I put him <laughs> in the, he's okay, uh, broadcasters. I don't know your opinions on him, on Marv, uh, Tyrell, but he's, to me, he's like just okay. He's no, he's no Kevin Harlan. He's he's yeah. a bit old. He's kind of in that Don Cherry part of his career where he, he's like, "Hey, oh. you're not you're not saying the right player, Marv." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> strong team, Marv. Yeah, that Mylon Lusick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, a bit of that was creeping. I was really I was quite big fan of him, like when I was a kid, right? Just because he was like always there, the but, voice of basketball kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. right. But, but now, uh, I'm like. And I think he was like did 2K like the NBA games too like, like he, Kevin Harlan Oh yeah I guess he was probably in the early ones I I would yeah, think Yeah I think yeah. he was too so as a kid I was like oh man this is like this guy's basketball yeah. this is who I like listen to when I watch the games Right but he's getting up there now uh at the Eastern yeah the Eastern Eastern Conference will be his last broadcast uh, I'll miss him a little bit just a little bit He's a you you definitely heard him before. I don't have a uh, sound drop. Probably should have queued that up. But uh, he's the guy that's known for the yes, and that's about all it is. <laughs> but he's no Kevin Harlan with the wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. So next up, we got Steph Curry wins the twenty 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 one scoring title of the NBA. Pretty. He is. I think he might be the oldest player to do it. What a what a beast. He, he's uh oldest since Jordan. Since Jordan. Yeah. Good company whenever you're mentioned with that man. So uh he was in a little bit of a battle with um Bradley Beal. They were pretty close, pretty neck and neck. You could tell both of them really wanted it, which is actually pretty cool to see guys really try in the end not only to get into the play-in, but to win a friggin' scoring title. That's something you want to win, to be honest. So why wouldn't you just go for it at the end of the season? Kate Bazemore from the Warriors, um, really stupid quote. He was like, because, uh, you know, he's rooting for his guy and Steph Curry. He said something to Bradley Beal on Twitter. Uh, you got guys out there injuring their hamstrings for this, and our guy does it. It's like, really? You're, cof- you're commenting on his injury? Uh, saying he's overexerting himself, so that was a bit of a low blow. Didn't like that. Uh, Kent Bazemore hasn't really done anything since he was a hawk, anyway. So who cares about him? Yeah, people <laughs> used to think he was good. That's yeah. It's it's funny. People kind of in the same kind of breath that Jalen Brown is now. I, I Kent Bazemore was kind of like there ish, maybe a bit below, but yeah. Yeah, Houston wanted to offer him a huge contract, just like 
three or four years ago now. And I'm so happy they did because he yeah, fell right off. He really did. Who is Kent, Kent Bazemore? Uh, next up, Shohei Otani. This is a big one, guys. This is mm. this is big stuff. He currently leads the MLB in home runs. And for those who don't watch the MLB or aren't overly familiar with the Angels, he's a pitcher. Fuck he's man, a that's pitcher. awesome. That's insane, eh? That's like when insane. I was reading the notes. When I was reading the notes, and I, I was like reading, I was like, "Oh man, what a pitcher! That's sick." And so, that's got to be the most valuable player in the MLB. It has Wait, to be. Say, say has that to again? be. Yeah. So easily. I'll I'll just uh, lay a bit of groundwork for those who don't watch too much baseball. In the National League, it has different rules than the American League, which is essentially mm-hmm. like the East and West in the NBA, different kind of things, to, like okay. halving the leagues. So in the National League, the pitcher is part of your. Uh, uh, position players so they have to hit as well going through the lineup in the american league they don't have to hit you have a designated hitter who doesn't play any defensive position on the field um so yeah he's he hits in the national league and he leads the league in home runs usually pitchers are not oh, that sure. great how yeah. good of, how good of a pitcher is he he has like a it's it's respectable it's like a two like a point something point era oh he's That's a good pitcher perfect. then yeah <laughs> So, so MVP. How, does he have to like, like I know you said the NL pitchers have to bat, right? Yes. So how often, like, so like, it's whenever he's everyone, a starting every, pitcher. Okay. Does does everyone have to share like the amount Jeez. of times they they're up to bat, or can he say like, is it is it limited? Like, can you limit him like? or like in baseball you have to go up and down the lineup that you that you sent in yeah the thing that's crazy about that then like correct me if i'm wrong alex if if that's the way it is it's only when he's pitching that means he's played less games too and his batting average must be fantastic yeah like he he must (laughs) he must be batting like however many like he he's got to be a relief pitcher yeah uh well he's a starting pitcher he's a starting pitcher that's even crazier. That's nuts. Jesus so Christ. So <laughs> that the amount of precision of being a like and work that goes into obviously any practice that you do during the season, the off season, usually yeah. all of it goes into pitching and the dude's leading the league in home runs. Oh, that means he, he must be averaging a home run a game. Like how many games has he been pitching already this he, year? He plays so many games so far. So exactly. He and yeah, like he's played. He plays once every four or five games. Yeah. So, so check this out. Right? He so has, he's hitting once every four or five games. He has three home runs in his last three games. Holy crap! And so uh, this should be a steamy stat. There's definitely a steamy, a steamy stat, stat. Yeah. somewhere. Oh somewhere. my god! Yes. Um, <laughs> and only two extra base hits allowed all year as a pitcher. What? What? Man, keep an eye on this guy, man. We he's won't a, be talking about him later yeah, on in the season. Yeah, it's true, sure. man. He was he's drafted. He's gonna get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was drafted in 2018, so he's a younger fella. And uh, I even saw a tweet from Marcus Stroman saying, like, even he, as a fan of the game, every night checks to see it, like Shuhei, like whenever he starts to see what he's done. Uh, yeah, first starting pitcher to lead the lead in home runs since 1922. Nice. Oh, I love these shit. stories, man. Like, maybe this what might be coming. Yeah, hundred years, like, whoo! That's a good one, man. That's really exciting. I uh, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's just nuts. I mean, like, I mean, like pitching and batting are just two different special. Oh. Like, you don't work on both if you're <laughs> yeah. one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The amount of data involved in both is yeah. obscene. 
And, usually, yeah. like usually, you don't like. Obviously, in the NL, you don't have much of a choice, but you don't want your pitchers batting and your yeah. You know, it's like, yep. I mean, that's strenuous on the arms enough as is, just as a pitcher, and then you got him batting, and, and then it just. I don't know exactly where he is in the lineup, but I would assume he's probably in the cleanup or like three or four or something. But imagine that it's like, yeah, all right, and. Uh, for perspective for us on the show where you'd have like Encarnacion on the 2016 Jays, you have your pitcher. (laughs) Like it's just, yeah, it's wild. Uh, Let's jump to the next topic in the pick and roll. Uh, Bell center to allow partial attendance. Uh, That's exciting stuff. Um, If they make it there, if they make it to game six, I believe game six, man, I got my fingers crossed. I'll be honest with you. Like based on the, how it's been built up, if they make it to game six, I'm probably going to be crying. I'm going to press crying. Yeah. If you make it to game six, you should be like, Oh God. I mean, that's that's good incentive for the Habs just to Mm -hmm. be able to do that. But to me, I almost feel like it's bad. It's, in a way, almost like gonna be like bad, like juju or karma. Yeah. Like, if you make it to game six and then the Leafs go on and knock them out in five games or something like that, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. It's I, just I, like, I, of course. I'm pretty sure it's only 2,500 people. So it is. It's it is. not too many people. You won't even hear it. You'd be probably louder with just the. Fucking how many? Board. How many of those fans do you think would end up being Leafs fans? None. I bet so you. There's you actually zero. think so? I bet you. There's I, honestly. Zero. I yeah. think that there will be Leafs fans that would pay. Yeah, you'd have to pay a exorbitant, lot of exorbitant amounts of money. Because was all... it a couple years back? Was it uh, was it Vancouver that uh, you're not allowed to bring opposing team signs into the Ottawa. arena? No. Uh, oh, was it Ottawa? Yeah, I remember. It was Ottawa. I remember seeing Ottawa. them cart out the signs like you can't do that. You can't. It bring was that. Ottawa because Ottawa had a bad uh, re- reputation and attendance record of opposing teams that showing <sighs> yeah. up. Like that's Ottawa. that like, was yeah. so cringeworthy. There was more Leafs fans showing up for uh, Sens games. And it Habs makes it worse. Games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, the Ottawa Senators actively tried to limit Leafs fans, <laughs> like coming to the game, which is hilarious. Because like Fred, you and I were at an Ottawa Toronto game at the Canadian Tire Center. It's yeah. like seventy percent Leafs fans. It's crazy. Yeah, like it's insane. Yeah, like they overrule it completely. So yeah, it's twelve percent capacity if the series goes goes to six games. So. That's that. <laughs> See how it goes. Uh, our beloved Kevin Pilar was hit in the face by a pitch. Um, man, it looked bad. Oh, it looked bad. Uh, it was a 90-plus fastball. I know that 96, much. if I remember Ooh. correctly. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> wow. It's like 94, 96. Something 94, like 96? Okay. Yeah. And it was but in the way, face. I mean, it didn't two chip miles the helmet. Per hour is not going to make a difference. Is it square, <laughs> square in the face? Oh, yep. it's square. In the bridge, in the, like right, right down yeah, right the here. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and if you look up, just brought in. I mean, you got to be completely honest. If you want to look up a picture of Kevin Pilar, brace yourself. Afterwards. It's it's uh, not pretty. And if you want to watch the highlight, same thing. Because I kind of found it a little bit. I mean, I, I get that the broadcast has to show the player at the plate. I found it a little bit weird how much they showed him mm-hmm. like like he was bleeding on the ground on the ground and you could see the blood pouring out of his nose oh. and the camera the camera just stayed on him i was like yeah so i don't like that you know it's yeah. not so marcus stroman uh, tweeted out apparently he showed up the next day and asked where he was in the lineup tough as nails yeah he's a hockey player <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's from being in toronto too long man yeah, yeah. Like, that was like what like the year was it like what, what year was it duncan keith took the slap shot in the mouth 
Yeah, but his teeth knocked all of his teeth out and he didn't miss a period. He came back. He put tissues in his mouth. Paws <laughs> in his mouth. And it was yeah. chewing on them the whole fucking game. Knocked out oh. all of his teeth. All of them. Oh. oh my god. It's a brutal highlight if anyone, you know, wants to take yeah, a look at it. It's really basketball. bad. Dead wow. to the fucking face. Yeah, yeah. Cause and, yeah, his his eyes just black. His nose, oh, yeah. eyes black. Yeah, full raccoon. He's gone full raccoon. raccoon. I can't believe oh. it didn't shatter his nose or anything like it that. It did shatter his nose. That's it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, 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 his nasal see, it's like oh, he does have fractures. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought I just caught him with a say. It was amazing if he managed to get yeah. that out of that. And he he just. Though. He got up and just walked away. Like he had, he had the towel and then he just moved. It. It's like, all right, just, just gonna go. <laughs> Guys, we're talking about like a player that was nicknamed Superman. That's true. Like, come on, like he's living this up to nothing. his nickname right now. He's living up to it. Yeah, his nose is like double the size right now. Yeah. <laughs> he man, what a god of a defensive player in those runs. And yeah, I, I everyone miss, I miss here, Kevin Pilar. everyone yeah, here Pilar, is a big fan. Pilar was always my favorite in that part of the, that that team. He was fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, those it, catches. The man. highlight catches oh. in center field were something else. Truly something else. What a player! He was a good man. guy too. He was on Sports Center good every guy, day. Yeah, and yeah. really loved Canada. Like he, uh, yeah. when he got traded, he was balling. He was yeah. balling. He, lo- he loved being in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And fans loved him. Uh, so next up, you have vaccinated fans got to drive on the Talladega track uh, on Saturday in Alabama. So us here at the Jersey Talk, we're big Talladega fans. So had to make sure to put that in there. <laughs> Love yeah, it. It's a bit of Yay, Ricky of Bobby. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Ricky Booby. <laughs> bit of a hillbilly, uh, hillbilly story there, but had to fit it in. Uh, we had the Tiger Spencer Turnbull throws the first no hitter for the franchise since 2011. Pretty nice. What? Yeah, that was pretty good. He was what? Cool. I, saw, I saw the highlights there, man. It was that's pretty good. He was pretty. Uh, so he struck out too. It's not like it was a pop out. He struck his glass. His last uh, yeah. bat out. That's like power. That's always special. Eh? Yeah, that's yeah. like that. you're, you're, it's like oh yeah. Oh, and especially on modern broadcasts where you can hear the ball hit the glove too. It's like bam. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. And it, I, I always like, I mean, apologies for making it Blue Jays oriented, but I remember when like I don't even a big Strowman fan, but when him or. <laughs> Uh, anyone that's overly emotional on the mound would get their last strikeout. They'd just like yell on the mound. Love yeah, I love that. You see more and more of it now. Yeah, like in baseball, and I think it's gonna be something that comes in. I, I really hope so. On. I really do. Yeah, I really so. hope so too. Uh, last on the pick and roll, Haley Wickenheiser just became a doctor and just got promoted to the senior director of player development for the Maple Leafs. What a boss, man! That's insanity, so, eh? I was just I'm. <laughs> I was a little confused about this actually too. I mean, so she did her doctorate, and what did she do? Her, what what is her doctorate in? First, no, she, what, she's an MD. But the thing is, Mitch, she was already working for Toronto. She was doing her MD while being a player development coach for Toronto. All right? through a pandemic, Th- throughout the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like, so, so what's the what's her reasoning for doing like this specific doctorate? Because it's a yeah, to me like an MD doctorate is like a very you know, an act, something you would, you know, pursue and act on. She has to be doing this for the team, eh? Do you think? Do you think oh. that's her route, is to be, like, sports, uh, like a sports doctor? Maybe. I I think, honestly, like, after her – like, she was – just to put it in perspective, she's probably, like – she's probably one of the top five, if not best, women's hockey players of all time. Yeah, for sure. Finishes her career, 
as a hockey 2016? player. 2016, wasn't it? She yeah, not even that long ago. She was in the last play, like in the last Olympics, wasn't she not? Like, right. Like the one before it? Yeah. She wasn't in the uh, last so one. She was in Sochi, right? Right. So even since then, and then just becomes a doctor. Someone like, who's all, a doctor. always all over uh, TSN and stuff. TSN, right? Yeah. I think she did yeah. a little bit of uh, broadcasting for all yeah. over the place on it. Very treasured figure in Canadian sports. Yeah. I think that just shows how much drive she has as a that's person. what it is and like that one made that's what probably what made her such a good oh, yeah. athlete like 100 i mean she, it's something she wanted to do and she did it even though she had job security and is staying yeah leave or leave organization something she definitely didn't have to do at all right but mm-hmm. you know she did it probably because she wanted to and yeah. has it there now in her belt if she ever needs it maybe she has a game plan in place but obviously right now she's staying with the leaves organization so like honestly maybe. like like any other accomplishment that someone has professionally I think, like, like honestly, the fact that she finished her doctorate and like moved on that was that probably had something to do too with the fact that she ended up moving up then with Toronto Maple Leafs. Right. Like any other professional workplace, that usually is what happens, right? Yeah. You get a professional designation, you complete some sort of, you know, um, you hit a goal, and then all of a sudden your workplace values you more. Right. You get you, like that's just the way it is. Like I can see the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like hey, like. She hit that. She became like a doctor, and then they they promoted her. Right. They they shuffled a lot around. Like uh, Toronto, like they let go of their head of player development, shuffled things around, and then promoted her. So, mm. yeah. uh, last thing I'll mention, I didn't have it in the doc. Um, the WNBA kicked off within the last week or so, and it's doing very very good ratings wise. I think. Nice. I honestly, think. Um, a lot of the players were really uh, in the NBA were really, um, I guess, instrumental in that. They really pushed it. You had some guys walk into arenas with their with like WNBA uh, yeah. gear on and stuff like that, and they really pushed it. And it's like this is worth watching. So yeah, they had really good uh, tip off ratings wise, and good for them. Mm-hmm. Love good. it, man. Mm-hmm. Sick buzzer beater too. No. Buzzer beater. Who was it that? Uh, oh wait, are you that, talking about um, the Haley? Yes. Shame man. on me for not knowing the name. She uh, plays for the New York team, I, I believe. The Mist- it was was it the Mystics. Who was it that? Uh, man, I was it's looking funny. it up. It was like two or three days ago. Can't remember. Fred, as soon as you said that, like you're like sick buzzer beater. I looked to my left, and Boston just tied the game. Oh, that's what I thought <laughs> you were talking about. Uh, he, was saying no, he was saying no to women's basketball, you piece of shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I was saying no to the hockey game. No, you you said sick buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah. I know Josh you were goes, referring. No, and I knew what I was watching the game too, so I knew what it was reacting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Hilarious. talking about Boston. I was like, no, not Boston. <laughs> no, not women's um, basketball. It's a oh, piece boy. of crap, Josh. But <laughs> shameful. Um, and now I'm universally hated. Yeah, <laughs> you're that guy. Josh Josh loves the WNBA. We all do. We ended the say we ended the show with the segment celebrating. It's all uh, That's true. It's all good. So without further ado, we'll probably end the pod there. We got a uh Western Conference playing uh game on our hands. 49 for the Spurs, uh 56 for the Grizzlies. Probably watch a bit of that. You'll hear about oh, it next week. Um and hear about more about the Lakers Warriors situation and a lot more NHL playoffs to go. Uh let us know in the YouTube comments if you watch Ooh. this lovely podcast. Give us some playoff predictions for the NBA or the NHL. Um, thanks for subbing on YouTube. Really appreciate it. 
Send us a tweet at the Jersey Suck. That's the biggest social club. Send us a tweet. Just do it. Okay. Send us a gif. Send us a gif on your burner account. You could tell your burner account. Can you please Durant has entered the chat? Please. Yeah. Please give us a tweet. Um and follow us on Spotify. Really appreciate it, guys. Any closing words, boys, for this week's pod? Go Leafs, go. Go Abs, go. Playoffs are gonna win. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Hey. Hey.